This is the Big Brand Theory Podcast by Blackwood Creative with your host, Ryan Zerfus. And now, here's Ryan. Hey, hey, guys, and welcome back to the Big Brains Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Zerfus, VP of Customer Success at Blackwood Creative, a digital marketing agency right here in Mishawaka, Indiana. It is a great, beautiful day out today, which I am thankful for. And what I'm even more thankful for is that today I'm getting to sit down and chat with Macy Troyer. Yay! Hi! Thank you so much. It is a beautiful day. I'm so grateful to be here and to talk with you. So thank you for having me today. Oh yeah, no, it's awesome. So Macy is with uh, Cressy Commercial Real Estate and she is in brokerage there has recently made some transitions, which we maybe we'll touch on yeah. soon. Um, but so excited to have you on the, the show to talk about personal branding, which Woo-hoo, is... I'm excited. Yeah, which is something that I've been excited to talk about, uh, something that I've been learning a lot about in the last several months. Um, and so I just think this conversation will be really interesting, even for me to me just too, be learning. Yeah. Um, and so, Macy, before we jump into all the great things that we're going to have to talk about, uh, I, I have a sense that you have an interesting family background, so I would love to, I would love to learn a little bit more about that and, sure, and, thanks and, for asking. and hear about like, yeah, what, what's your heritage? Yes. Well, thank you so much. So on my mom's side, um, her parents came from Egypt, so they were uh, born and raised in Egypt. My grandparents, okay. we call them Nuna and Giddo. That means grandma and grandpa in Arabic. Okay. And they moved from Egypt. They got married really young. And then they moved to Scotland, bounced from Scotland to New York. And during that time, they had my uncles and my mom. Uh-huh. And then they chose Bedford, Indiana to come live in. I mean, it makes sense. I know, right? <laughs> this kind of rural town in southern Indiana because my grandpa, my Giddo, thought that Bedford, Indiana was going to have some sort of Scottish culture in it because of the name Bedford. So he was a physician. So he was kind of able to choose where um, Mm -hmm. he he wanted to work. And they offered him a position in Bedford and he thought that it was going to be Scottish. So he said, (laughs) Bedford is where we're going to, we're going to go. We're going to raise our kids in Bedford. (laughs) So then my mom met my dad, who was actually my mom's brother's good friend growing up. Okay. Um, and so they ended up dating as they got older, and then they're married now, of course. And yeah. they had me and my sister, Miley. And um, my dad's background is German. So a couple grandpas back, they came from Germany. So it's a mixture of German background and German heritage and Egyptian. So I, I joke and say that I'm Egyptian. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and so we have a lot of fun. My family is so wonderful and I just feel so blessed to grow up in their household mm-hmm. and we have a lot of fun. We do a lot of dancing and cooking and laughing and just full of a lot of, a lot of life and love. So yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah. That's so funny that I've been mean, I could see why, but to go to Bedford because it seems like it's going to be a Scottish place by the name. And then you get to Indiana. Yeah. I'm sure they looked around and were like, hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it ended up going really well for them. Sometimes people with, you know, they, they came from Egypt, so they had accents and they looked a little bit different than somebody mm-hmm. from a rural town in southern Indiana. Right. But believe it or not, they were really welcomed in and my whole family was. And That's awesome. they love the community. They love living in this country. And it's just kind of a beautiful story to see them and, and hear that they, you know, migrated with a hundred dollars. So mm-hmm. 
they came from Egypt, Scotland, and New York. And then now all of us and grandchildren later. And it's just so cool to see um, kind of them start that. So it's been yeah. really neat. Yeah, that's incredible. So have you have you been back to either of your homes of Germany and, and Egypt? So I, I actually was in Germany, but it was for a study abroad program. Okay. Um, and then I actually have never been to Egypt, unfortunately. Uh, my mom has a lot and so has my other family on her side, but I have not yet. So hopefully one day I have some family yeah. over there and they keep saying, come over, come oh, over. I'm sure. So hopefully one day I'll be able to make it. I, I've heard amazing things about it. And my husband, Luke has actually been to Egypt. So he, okay. um, him and my grandpa before my Gido passed, they were able to get together and kind of talk about where my grandpa grew up because my husband, Luke actually went to the city where my grandpa grew up Wow! in Aswan, Egypt. Okay. Yeah. So they were able to kind of communicate about that, which was such a cool memory. Yeah. That's incredible. I would also love to go to Egypt someday. I almost got to go once upon a time, a handful of years ago. I was actually, I was actually planning to go. It was was pretty much scheduled, and it was it was very soon before the trip. Things got changed, and mm-hmm. we actually ended up going to Kenya. So yeah, wow. crazy. Yeah. I was, but I've always wanted to go to Egypt, and so I still have. You know, it almost happened, but I still would love to go someday. I've heard great things, and yeah. and just. Yeah, it would be incredible. Well, how was your time in Kenya? Kenya was awesome. Um, The main thing that I remember there is I got to hang out with little baby elephants and then the giraffes. And so it was, (laughs) yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to do that? So who's going to be mad about that? Yeah. So that was, that was a a great time. So, um, well, Macy, uh, we're going to jump into this conversation about personal branding. And um, so I think personal branding is something that people in the business world have probably started to hear pretty commonly. I think it it is a term that we're starting to hear more and more, especially if you're on social media channels, you'll, you'll hear people talk about personal branding or if you're just in the business space. So because it's something that I think people are getting different perspectives on and maybe have different opinions on, Mm -hmm. um, what's, what's your idea as to what is, what is personal branding to you? Yeah. Personal branding to me is a mixture of authenticity and professionalism and wearing that hat and then putting that out on social media. Mm -hmm. So a mixture of if you're a fun business person, show your personality, show your smile and your joy and your, you know, excitement about your industry and your business and be professional. So share other professional facts or share knowledge and value. So I, for me, it's been a mixture of professionalism and authenticity mashed up in Mm -hmm. one. And that is what I consider personal branding. Okay. So I love that, but tell me a little bit of like, how, how have you, how have you gotten to this place of personal branding? Like what's sort of been your, my journey, your journey, (laughs) as they say, your journey into personal branding. What does that look like for you? Yes. So I have had social media for quite some time. (laughs) I grew up with social media. I actually had Facebook when I was 10. That's crazy. I know it is so crazy. (laughs) It's the world we live in though. Yes. So I, I've grown up around social media and using it, but more for my personal advantage. And I really didn't take personal branding very seriously until college. Mm -hmm. And our professors really pushed um, LinkedIn and using LinkedIn as a tool to connect with people that are either Kelly School of Business alums or people in your industry that you would like to have a phone conversation with just to kind of get a better feeler for what you want to do after you graduate. So I started using LinkedIn more and growing my LinkedIn network and just communicating through LinkedIn, which is like my main platform that I use professionally. I do use other platforms. Um, Not all of them are are as professional as 
as LinkedIn, but I feel like they add value to in a professional way. Mm -hmm. um, so I started using LinkedIn more professionally. And then whenever I graduated in 2017, I came to South Bend out of IUPUI and I started working for Cressy Commercial Real Estate. And my job was kind of to develop our brand into the 21st century. Yeah. Um, a really well-respected brand, amazing roots here and just so respected. I can't say enough great things about the team. And my job was kind of to bring them into the 21st century. And a way that I was able to do that was through a video series called Cressy Insights. And I believe that kind of really kicked off my uh, personal branding journey and has helped me get to where I am right now. So the Cressy Insights video series was a short, um, maybe 10 minute video clip of me talking with somebody in our industry or at our company or mm -hmm. somebody in our region um, sure. who's an industry leader. And the reason why I did that was to not only showcase commercial real estate, but to also highlight how wonderful our region is and how awesome our leaders are here, mm -hmm. in, the, here in our region. Right. So that was kind of the first, um, I guess the first step to my personal branding journey. And then I would just test it out. So some of my things that I would post would be more personal and other things more professional. Yeah. So I would see what does my audience like? What does my ideal client, which would be a business owner, what would they want to see? Mm -hmm. What would add value to them and be worth their time? Yeah. So I would I was able to put my shoes in their shoes and kind yeah. of get a better perspective on what they would like to see if they have me on their newsfeed, what would be helpful to them. Right. So um, just understanding my why and really my professional goals has also helped me to post good content that is valuable to other people. Yeah. Um, so like I said, a mix of that personal and professional and putting them together has really helped me grow my brand. Sure. So what's the, what's the split in your mind then between a company brand, so like Cressy Commercial Real Estate is a brand. Yes. And and personal brands. So we're talking about Macy Troyer. So where do those differentiate? Like how do those work yeah. together? How do you see those? You, you get what I'm like? There's sort of two separate brands almost that you're talking about. You're talking about a personal brand. Yes. Um, so how how's that all work together? Yeah. Um, so my background is in marketing. And whenever I was kind of acting as the brand voice at Cressy Commercial Real Estate, it was definitely different than my personal brand mm -hmm. uh, because it was more professional and speaking overall at the company. Sure. Um, so not as personal because I'm speaking for 75 people right. plus. And right. you know, I, you can't get too specific about that. Mm -hmm. uh, but also the company was small enough that we're able to highlight certain employees or um, you know, whenever they do something good, we're able to post about it. So it's a mixture mm -hmm. on there as well. But definitely from the personal branding standpoint, I'm able to talk more about myself personally. Right. So people get to know me mm -hmm. and Cressy Commercial, right. but more me and decide, do I want to work with her? I seem to understand her values and her mission and her work. Does she seem like somebody I'd like to work with right. in commercial real estate? Yes or no. Yeah. So it's kind of more of an extension from my personal brand, an extension of what I do, but being able to relate it from my life experiences and my work experience, mm -hmm. but also being able to still talk about commercial real estate. Right. Yeah. And that's what I, yeah. And, and that's what I've experienced too. Um, even starting here at Blackwood is sort of like working the balance between representing my, the, the brand of the company of mm -hmm. Blackwood. Um, but then also sort of just representing myself, right? Cause I'm in a, you know, especially for someone like me being in a sales position position and someone like you, you know, out there selling as well and yeah. trying to sell, sell property. Um, you know, you're, you're thinking about like, 
because it's going to be such a personal relationship when people work with you, you want people to know you and trust you and understand that you care. You're going to be good to work with. So just as much for me as it's important to get people to see the value and the, the trustworthiness of Blackwood, which, which is great. And I want to do that. Mm -hmm. I also have to get them to understand like those same things in in me as a person that, Mm -hmm. because you're going to be working a lot with, with me. So, so talk, yeah. So talk a little bit about, um, what do you see being the the benefits of personal branding? Like for someone listening, who's trying to under like wrap their head around this Mm -hmm. and, um, what it could mean for them. What's the, what's the benefit of jumping into this game of being active in your own brand and, and, yeah, how, what's the long-term benefit of that? I think that's a great question. So like you just said, people want to work with people that they like, know, and trust. Mm-hmm. And a good way to do that without being at every single networking event, <laughs> you know, wearing yourself out, going to every event, trying to meet people face-to-face, which I highly, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Another way to do it is through social media and through building that personal brand. Yeah. And a benefit of doing that is you're writing content and you're putting out things that you think are professional, entertaining, interesting, adding value, and people will see that and perceive you as a leader, Mm -hmm. whether that's in your industry or whatever it is that you consistently talk about, which is awesome. So people will start to look to you to ask those questions. So for you, it's marketing. Mm -hmm. People will call, people call Ryan, maybe not necessarily Blackwood Creative in the, you know, the main number you guys have on your Google My Business. Maybe they call you instead or message you on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of perceived as that leader, which is amazing. And for somebody who is at a company who maybe wants to break out and do something on their own eventually, you're building that reputation of your knowledge mm-hmm. and in showing value and showcasing that, whether that's through pictures, videos, captions, whatever it is mm-hmm. and however you're adding value, it aligns with your goal. So whatever that long-term professional goal is, keep posting and people will keep seeing it and Mm -hmm. keep seeing it and keep seeing it. And then eventually you kind of become this leader. People will call you, Hey, I have a question about commercial real estate. I keep seeing your videos about this and I want to ask you a question. Do you think this or this, or what's the impact of COVID? So I've had people actually, um, slide into my DMS, right. On LinkedIn, (laughs) asking me questions about commercial real estate, or I've even received leads, um, to help them, you know, sell or lease their property before. So it is effective. And I know some people are, well, I'm putting all this work into, into posting and creating this great content, but nothing is happening and it doesn't happen overnight. Um, I don't know if you've ever (laughs) trusted somebody just overnight, you know, Right. So it takes time to build that brand, but it is so worth it because if you want to be seen as an industry leader, mm-hmm. one of the really good ways to do it, and you can speak to people, not only in the region, people all over the world about whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so your reach goes from being in Michiana to being really worldwide, which right. is awesome depending on what industry you're in. Maybe it could mm-hmm. be really, really helpful. Right. Yeah. Cause, cause a lot of industries aren't local specific you know they're not a uh, geographically specific you know there's so many industries now that you can you can do anywhere in the world remotely i mean sure there's laws and licensure kind of things but yeah. depending yeah. on your industry so be careful of that but but there's a lot of services that people provide where it doesn't really matter where you're at mm-hmm. you can still provide that service so to have that reach um, I love what you said about um, sort of the long-term benefit of thinking beyond even just sort of your current position and thinking about your life goals, your career yeah. goals, because mm-hmm. I, it's been the same thing for me. Um, 
you know, I just got, became active on LinkedIn about six months ago. So this is sort of a, a new thing for me, but to realize that I love my position at, at Blackwood. I love it here. I have no intentions of leaving. And, and, you know, if this could be my job for the next 30 years, that'd be awesome. But there's also that reality that sometimes things change. And, you know, if, exactly. 10, if 10 years down the road from now, I'm not at Blackwood, Kyle, I'm sorry. But, you know, but if, I, you know, if I'm not at Blackwood, then, then to have built that personal brand for people to know me as a business professional, what kind of person I am, how I work, you know, my characteristics mm -hmm. has so much value for my future potential. Um, so I love that you Agreed. hit on that just because I've experienced a lot of that recently yeah. um, in my position. So what about like, I know for you, it's been a little bit interesting being in the commercial real estate industry where um, sort of the industry tends to be an older demographic, probably follows some, the way that business has been done has probably been a little bit older methodology and a little bit more traditional. So what's it been like for you being sort of a, a, a younger female on the scene trying to sort of break into this personal branding thing in, in an industry that yeah. doesn't really do that a whole lot. Yeah, you're exactly right about that. It is not super common, at least right now, uh, for brokers, at least the brokers who are older than me, to mm -hmm. be posting on social media and kind of building up their brand. Maybe they didn't have to. Um, definitely the environment with technology and social media was a lot different 20 years ago mm -hmm. um, than it is now. And I think now it's just a part, it's just a part of what I do. Like, posting on LinkedIn, adding value through social media is just a part of like my job, my day job. Like yeah. it is, it is one easy, quick, free way for me to showcase what I do. And so how it's been for me has been wonderful. Um, quite honestly, because people, especially with the video content. So people are able to see me smile and mm. get excited about commercial real estate, not a super fun, sexy industry, honestly, mm -hmm. especially up in Northern Indiana. But if I'm able to get somebody excited about it, you mm -hmm. know, that that's all it is. It's somebody understanding more about commercial real estate and then getting excited and then messaging me. Hey, you know, we're looking to move into a new office space. Can you help us? What does this look like? I've never done anything in commercial real estate mm -hmm. before. Can you help me? Yeah. So it's just, it's as easy as that. And it's just an, a new, another and a new way to communicate. Yeah. So it's in addition to picking up the phone, going to networking events, email, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, all the all the traditional methods. Yep, direct messaging on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. It's just a part of kind of what happens, like what what happens naturally when people yeah. start seeing your content. Yeah. So it's been really great for me. Yeah, and in in your industry, you've found a lot of reception with that, even though the the industry as a whole tends to be a little bit of the the older traditional way of doing business. You've you've yeah. found success in being a little bit different, a little bit more cutting edge comparatively to to maybe a lot of people in the in the industry. Yeah. And I think that's because business owners come in all shapes and sizes and ages these days. It's not just somebody who is, you know, a lot older and established. Mm -hmm. It's tons of people are investing and looking for space mm -hmm. and tons of entrepreneurs these days are looking for buildings and a place to get started for their startup. Mm -hmm. So um and and usually as a professional people I can't say usually some professionals have social media and if they see <laughs> me or if they go to the hashtag CRE commercial real estate, mm -hmm. they might see my post and it might start a conversation, maybe just picking my brain on how it would work if a deal were to happen. Cause a lot of people don't know about the industry, yeah. but I'm here to, that would, that would be me. Sure. No problem. <laughs> and see, I'm here to share that knowledge. So it's not always about getting the deal done. Of course that would be ideal, right. but it's also about the process of educating and sharing with people what, what that looks like. What are the current rates? What's the market looking like? 
like, what are the predictions? What's the impact of COVID-19? Mm-hmm. So me really educating, but that also comes back to me being kind of an industry leader. Like I want to be perceived as the go-to gal for commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So what about channels? We've talked a lot about LinkedIn. You know, we're talking about social media. I think a lot of people now understand the power of LinkedIn and are, are coming around on that. And we've, we've hit on that a couple of times now. Are there other channels that you see viable for building a personal brand and business? Any that you have personally used? I, I mean, I imagine you have other social media, but do mm-hmm. you, do you see those as being a part of you building your sort of professional brand as well? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. And I think picking a platform really depends on what industry you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, you should do research and figure out where your target audience mostly um, is at on social media. So maybe they're mostly on Instagram or Mm -hmm. TikTok, even if they're a younger demographic. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really just depends on what industry you're in. And from there, do do more research on the internet Mm -hmm. um, and then use that as a tool. But for me, it's been LinkedIn because most business owners are on LinkedIn. Right. I have a Facebook, but it's a personal Facebook. Um, but at the same time, those are people who have known me since I was 10, right? So family members, people from Bedford that I've known, that I've grown up with, that are mentors, people from college. Um, I mean, tons of friends that I know. So I would say that I can, since I did go to business school, they're helpful to have in my network. So yeah. it's a little bit different for me since mm-hmm. I did go to school for business. Um, so a lot of my friends on Facebook were people from my school that were in business school. So it is helpful for my network. Um, I use Twitter occasionally. Um, Yeah, sometimes I use Twitter. It just kind of depends. Um, (laughs) I do like Twitter, though. I know some people are like, Twitter's not a thing anymore. I'm like, yes, it is. (laughs) Keep Twitter alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. So yeah, I use Twitter and then I use Instagram. And recently, I've kind of started positioning my Instagram less as a less personally about like my actual life and the fun Mm -hmm. things that I do and more of a perspective of me adding value as somebody in the commercial real estate industry and trying to make that fun, but also mashing it up with that authenticity and having a lot of fun with it. So people Mm -hmm. want to pay attention to what I have to say when I have something to post. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you say that just because I think uh, we don't want to pigeonhole people just into thinking LinkedIn is the only place that you can build a personal brand when it comes to professional work. Yes, it is. I would I think we agree probably the premier place for a lot of people to do that. I found that for myself. You found that for you, but there are also other great platforms that hitting the right target audience and using it in the right way could be, could be powerful and wonderful tools to use Instagram being highly visual. So like if you're in a highly visual industry, you could set yourself apart as a leader if you're posting great content on there, especially, you know, visual content yeah. or infographics Instagram stories. or, or in, yeah, Instagram yeah. stories have, have taken off. So like another great place to put content, um, things that I'm currently not great at taking av- advantage of, but, Me too. but you know, but the, <laughs> yeah. just to say, like, I think there's, there's a lot of room for growth. And then of course, in digital marketing and, and the social media world that we live in, things change like every year. So who knows what new platforms or how the market will shift in two to three years, you know, what, what Instagram is today, maybe some other platform is three years from now. So I think it's always being receptive to, to like, where are the people and what Mm -hmm. are they wanting to hear and, and how can I best connect with them? Another thing for people who don't necessarily have the time to be posting content about your industry or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you want to say, sometimes it's good to have um, a schedule and a content planner. So Hootsuite is a really good um, 
website that you can use to schedule out your content. Mm -hmm. And I don't do that for all of my content because sometimes I have a hard time mixing, um, I guess the authenticity portion when I have all my content already planned and it's all, unless it's kind of more about me, but it's been kind of hard, harder for me and my goals to be able to use Hootsuite all the time for every single post. Yeah. But I would highly suggest people scheduling out content on Hootsuite, do it on like an early Saturday morning before everyone's up in your <laughs> house and just knock it out. I sometimes whenever I do it, I can get it done in like an hour. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend that because then you don't really have to think about it even for that whole week or the whole month, depending on how far you schedule out Sure. and you can just manage the comments and then the messages you get from it. And it's like, Oh, like I had a post go up at 1 PM today. I totally forgot. And this person direct messaged me asking me a mm. question about my blog that I posted or whatever it was. Yeah. So Hootsuite, I would highly recommend it. It's a free resource. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's great advice. So do you have, uh, like using Hootsuite and scheduling stuff out is an awesome tool, is a great thing to do. Do you have a personal goal of like how how much you're posting, how many times you're posting? Is it more free form for you? That is an awesome question. I love that question. I definitely think for me, it is quality post over quantity post. So sometimes I'll just post once a week or twice a week um, mm -hmm. on on LinkedIn, I know I keep talking about LinkedIn, but that's just what mm -hmm. I use professionally. And that's worked for me to grow my personal brand. And just from my experience, I would prefer to post quality, strong content than a lot of little, uh, I guess, pieces of content, like a simple picture and like a quote, which is totally fine. Uh, but for me, I think about time is something you can never get back. So if someone is taking out the time to read a post that I have, and it's like a Tony Robbins quote, which is so motivating, but they were like, oh, like I want to, you know, I wish she, she's in commercial real estate. Like, why did she post something like mm -hmm. that? Not that I'm saying even anyone would ever assume that, but I want whatever they see to be worth their time. So even if it is a motivational quote, I'm sure that is worth their time to kick off their day or whatever it is. Yeah. But I just use that as an example. Sure. For me, I don't have a set number of posts that I try to post a week on social media, at least not right now. It just kind of comes um, more organically or if sure. I feel inspired or if there's something really big going on in the marketplace or even something small that I want to share, then mm -hmm. I'll just share it in lifetime. Uh, but I don't necessarily have, have a, sure. you know, a, cer a set amount of posts, but for somebody who is wanting to grow their personal brand and their goal is to, Oh, I don't know what their goal might be. It, it wouldn't be like making connections necessarily on LinkedIn, but whatever that goal is, maybe to get to that goal and, four or five months, you mm -hmm. need to be posting every day to grow your brand if you're wanting to right. go to another company or do whatever, or kind of be seen as like a leader right. in, in the industry. Yeah, you need sort of like a, an activity goal in order to hit certain metrics. Like you can't you can't plan to do hardly anything and then hope to hit your goals. Like yeah. if you wanna get somewhere, you, you're gonna need to do things. Exactly, <laughs> and I, I like to say, know your why on social media. Like. I try my best not to post, just to post, to have content out there. I really want it to be adding value. So my why is because I want to be seen as an industry leader in the commercial mm -hmm. real estate world. Sure. Very simple, very easy. But I also want people to get to know me. So I add in a lot of personal experiences and stories and, mm -hmm. and different things because I want people to feel connected to me. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, okay. Someone's listening to this. They're tracking it, and but they're not really doing the whole personal branding thing. Maybe they're not very active on social media, maybe on their own behalf yet. Um, where do people start? How do, how do they get into this? And, and on top of that, another question that popped in my head, is this for everyone? Would you recommend everyone consider personal branding or is this something that's more 
you know, significant to specific kinds of positions. I know that's a lot there, but I think those are good. Yeah. Um, so for somebody who is wanting to get into personal branding, where would they start? Is that your question? Sure. Yeah. Um, the biggest overall thing is being yourself Mm -hmm. is the biggest thing. Some people think, oh, they don't like me. They wouldn't like me in the business world or whatever industry you're in. That is not true. People will like you because you are a person and hopefully you're a good person. I'm sure you're a great person, whoever's (laughs) listening out there. But be yourself is the biggest thing overall. People are attracted to authenticity. And then when you can, again, mash it up with professionalism, you can be kind of deemed as this industry leader, which is amazing. Um, So somebody, somebody who wants to build up their professional brand, I would maybe sit down and write down why you're going to participate on social media and why now? What is it that's making you decide that you want to be on social media? Is it that you're wanting to go into another industry? Are you wanting to connect with certain people in, you know, at this company or whatever it is, identify your goals so you have a reason to post and that you're not just posting just to post. Um, So that is really kind of setting your intention Mm -hmm. and knowing your why. So your purpose, your personal purpose. So mashing that up again with professionalism, your purpose for doing what you do in the workforce. And then also um, setting your intention when it comes to posting, who are you trying to reach? Who's your audience? Um, And that's my why. And then sharing your passion. So Another thing that I like to do is kind of mix, I keep saying this personal and professional thing, but it really is that and sharing your passion. So whatever that is, um, Mm -hmm. and that's mixing that personal, uh, personal brand kind of portion of it. So me talking more personally, maybe talking about a lesson that I learned or a big failure that I had. Mm -hmm. Um, not that that's a passion of mine, but it's the more personal side of things. Sure. Um, and then decide where your audience lies. I know I talked about that a little bit too. So figure out where your target audience is. Um, After you figure out your goals, where is that audience at? Are they mostly on Instagram? Are they on Twitter? Are they on TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, yada, Mm -hmm. yada. Figure out where they are and then try to communicate with them. Start connecting with people first on social media platforms that you actually know. Um, And for me, I do not do cold leads. I don't send cold DMs. I would not recommend it. I don't know if anyone listening out there has ever received a cold DM. Oh, I'm sure they have. Have you, Ryan? <laughs> oh, I'm sure yeah. you have. Oh, yeah. And how do you respond? Uh, well, it, it either is a delayed response because it's not high up on my priority list or it's a quick, a quick like, thanks, but no thanks. And why is it not high on your priority list? Because I don't, I don't know who they are. I have other people that I do know that I'd rather interact with than... You know, there's no personal connection yet. It's not authentic. Right. That's the thing. So being authentic means for me and my standpoint, no cold leads. So that's just like not a thing. And I would recommend to people like Mm -hmm. try not to do cold leads um, unless you absolutely, absolutely have to. And there's a good way to go about it other than, hi, thanks for connecting or please connect with me. I want to have this discount going on for my services. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. another thing I would recommend. Yeah. Now, what was the second question? So the second question was about like um, personal branding, being active on social media, sort of building up your own image and brand. Um, is that something that you think is valuable for yeah. anyone, a bit, all business professionals? Mm. Or do you think it, it's more specific to different kinds of positions? That is a great question. And I'm a data girl. I don't have any data to back <laughs> up this answer. Uh, so I'm failing myself. Shoot right from now. the hip. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say everyone because there are so many different jobs and industries. 
I, and I can't say it's industry specific because let's say somebody is in an industry where it doesn't necessarily matter if you have a personal brand. That's an opinion too. In my, in my, <laughs> uh, I guess experience in my perce- perspective. Um, but let's say that they, their goal is to be seen like this or to communicate to these people or, you know, whatever their goal is, having a personal brand could help them and connect them to build friendships. It's not, it is a lot of it is about making, you know, whatever that goal is. So, yeah, yeah. you know, making deals, making connections or whatever, but you can also build relationships. Oh yeah. Uh, for example, I'm connected with somebody now on LinkedIn that I took an online negotiation class with, um, during this whole COVID thing. And mm-hmm. so he's now like my friend and he lives in Pennsylvania. And so it's like, <laughs> now that he's a buddy, I know if I ever needed to connect with somebody that he knows in Pennsylvania, he would trust me from our experience. And also now us being on, being connected on LinkedIn for him to feel comfortable enough to introduce that person to me. Right. So it's just like a cool tool. Uh, also for people to just to keep up with you in the mm-hmm. professional world, it's yeah. not necessarily um, all about the personal things going on in your life. Although I do enjoy seeing that from people, uh, but it is kind of like those professional achievements and, and different things like that. I, I feel that LinkedIn is kind of taking a little bit of a pivot too. And it's at least in my network, it's a mashup of, I keep saying mashup. (laughs) It's just adding in that authenticity. So maybe it's sharing like a picture of your baby or whatever Uh it is, but also sharing something about work and in the marketing industry for you, Ryan. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. And I really like that because even though I've only talked to you a few times, I feel like I know a lot about your life because Mm -hmm. I've seen it. So in my head, I trust you more because I know, oh, you have a family Mm -hmm. and you have a little baby. (laughs) And it's just like, I know a little bit more about you. So it's like, I naturally will care for you more because I know more about you and I, and I'm able to trust you a little bit Mm -hmm. more. So even from my experience sharing that now, it just shows the power of social media mm-hmm. and being able to be authentic, but also add value at the same time. Right. And it's such a powerful tool. Oh, I, I definitely agree. And, and I, you, you're, I think referencing a specific post of mine. I did, I do post about my baby every once in a while. I can't help it. She's so cute. She um, but, uh, <laughs> but I have started to go down that path a little bit more because I have also started to see that on, on LinkedIn specifically where people I feel, I feel like there's a little bit more of a personal flair coming into LinkedIn where it's, uh, yeah, it's becoming a little bit more like Facebook, like Facebook, not completely, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? The kind of posts that are coming out, but I personally have enjoyed seeing other people post that way. Cause for those same reasons, like, I feel like I'm actually getting to know people. I know more about you than just the company you work for the business, you know, your title and the services you provide. I actually now know that you're a person you enjoy you know, I don't know, this kind of food and you enjoy this kind of music and, you know, you had this experience back in the day, you, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. It can be a yeah. lot of things, but because I know those things, now I feel so much more connected to you. And like you said, that trust is starting to be built. And I think that all found, you know, that all goes back to the the principle that like business is about people, right? Like at the end of the day, like we're people interacting with people. So it's the same thing with social media channels and building up your personal brand. Like there's so much value to that because people want to know people like exactly. we just, we just want it. Even if you're an introvert and you're, mm-hmm. you're not the most social people or social person, you still want to be known and know people. And that's true in business as well. Exactly. So, so I love that. And I, so sort of, sort of end here. I couldn't, I couldn't go through this whole thing because this just happened and not plug that you were recently honored with something really huge. Yeah, you're rolling your eyes a little bit. (laughs) You were just given a really big honor. I just have to mention it because you just received the 40 under 40 
uh, you know, uh, I award here mm-hmm. in, yeah. I think it's, is it South Bend? Is yeah, Michiana. Michiana. Yeah, yeah, so all of Michiana. So I just want to say congratulations. Aww, thank you so much. Thanks I for so being a leader that. in our area, in your industry. Well, thank you. Um, Thanks for being an awesome person and a huge asset to our community, Ryan. Oh, Seriously. no problem. So uh, I, I just felt like we needed to honor you for that. That's a really a cool thing and I, I i hope that's been a, a good experience for you, you even so in amidst all this COVID stuff i'm sure it's put some weird flair on this the whole honoring of and award giving <laughs> but um but uh yeah so so thanks for all that you do thanks for coming on the show today and just oh, sharing some so of much. your your passion and and your experience and um knowledge that you have on personal branding it's been it's been awesome having you thank you i've so enjoyed our conversation so thanks for having me ryan oh yeah of course so uh if if you want to get connected to macy troyer i would encourage you to reach out to her pr- primarily probably on LinkedIn. Yep, you can look LinkedIn up, would be wonderful. Yeah. So look up Macy Troyer. It's M-A-C-Y. And then her last name is T-R-O-Y-E-R. Yes. Um, so look her up, get connected to yes, her. Yes, I'd love to connect with you. Yeah. Send, if you have a message specific or a question specifically about the content of this podcast, about personal branding, you want to get started yourself, Macy would be an, uh, an incredible resource for you to reach out and, and get connected and ask those questions. So reach out to her. Um, and I hope that you've enjoyed the, the, ep- the show today on personal branding. Thanks for chiming in to the Big Brand Theory podcast. Um, as always, you're always encouraged to um, subscribe, follow, you know, come along on this journey for us it's been super fun and we're we're excited to continue talking about all things marketing branding sales um so uh thanks for joining us and you all stay toasty